0: There's some advice that we give over here on the podcast, some tips and tricks that people think are impractical or at the very best, they don't see any good reason for going ahead uh, with those tips. So one of them is the debrief suggestion that I've made time and time again about how if you don't close the deal, whether it's in a wedding context or in a corporate context, Um, I mean, uh, we still have um, set um, follow-up scripts, follow-up ideas, relationship-building ideas that you carry on with, so even though you have lost uh, the sale. So it's something that I've said to some people in person before, but it's not something I've explored on the podcast about how sometimes I'm not concerned about losing the first transaction, losing the first wedding from the bride, so long as I can get some um, residual income in the future. So whether it's um, referrals because she thinks I was the much more uh, trusted vendor, the more credible vendor, uh, but we couldn't go ahead because of price, um, or maybe it's um, other things after the wedding. So um, I keep a residual mindset, um, basically. And so these are some of the reasons why uh, we have come up with uh, the, the scripts. Um, the approaches and the frameworks here for keeping in touch even though you lost the sale initially. Now, I realize that I haven't come up with any concrete examples for you guys about why these things are important and how they relate uh, to um, actual practice just beyond this whole thing of um, uh, speaking in theory about residual income and about repeat business and referrals. So there's an example that I would like to share with you guys. Um, but it's non wedding related. However, I'm sure you guys will find that either the principles apply or that in your other hustles, because as far as I know, um, wedding industry professionals, at least the ones I run, I uh, roll with in Abuja. We're all involved in doing other stuff. So yes, we shoot weddings, but then we're also open uh, to other kinds of events, even if that includes um, corporate events. So this one is a much more of a um, corporate type scenario. And in fact, um, my uh, my video guy uh, Shegun who doesn't exactly agree with all the ideas I espouse, he does agree with uh, with. Um, That in this context, when it comes to a business-to-business context, if you're dealing with corporate clients, then yes, maybe it's worth going through the hassle. Because as far as he's concerned, he sees the link between uh, we may have lost the sale today, but we can clinch the sale tomorrow. And if we um, have them on roster, uh, as uh, if they have us on roster, rather, as uh, credible uh, service providers, then there's going to be lots of money to make in the future. So, um, yeah, where was I? Okay, yeah, so this is a much more corporate type scenario. So basically a friend of mine uh, in the NGO space um, hits me up. She's going to send my phone number to someone and uh, the person eventually did get in touch and it turns out that it was AIG because they have some corporate uh, leadership type seminar or training or something like that to run five days in Abuja. So the person reaches out the usual spiel uh, how much does it cost? And um, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time now, you know, of course, what my approach is, that I don't give a number, I give a range and ask more questions so that we can narrow it down. And so that's the whole process that we went through. And um, she even got in touch later on to you know, ask her clarifying questions, um, especially when it came to revising the quote, because... Eventually, the program got changed from a five day program to a two day program. And so at some point, I thought, okay, we might be making some um, progress um, here. Anyway, bottom line, we didn't get uh, through, we didn't get the deal and uh, decided to go with another outfit. And uh, this is the point where it concerns you guys over here on the podcast. Now, for those of you who are long term listeners of the podcast, you will know that my recommendation when it comes to these kinds of situations especially in the corporate context, is we've lost the deal, no problem. But still, you reach out to them anyway, saying, um, in summary, saying thank you very much for inquiring. I If you don't mind, I'd like to call you, ask you a couple of questions so that we can improve uh, business delivery. That's one angle you can go. Some people um, some people just go um, straight up saying, um, you know, if you don't mind, uh, we'd like to ask some questions about the bid to find out um, any reason where we could have done better. So um, whatever approach you take, you know, the whole thing of, uh, please, could you help me out? I'm trying to improve business delivery. Or uh, could you uh, lend me five minutes because I want to find out what we could have done better. Whatever approach it is that you do, it is worth the hassle. Now, I know some of you are going to say, why should I bother? I already lost the deal. Most likely lost the deal on price. If you've been listeners to the podcast for a long time and if you've been following me uh, on Medium and on Twitter, you already know the story about how I lost the British Council deal for the Karma Project. That is the Kano uh, language and mathematics accelerator program, something like that. Anyway, basically, I'm trying to get the kids um, up north to be much more... Uh, fluent in um, English and uh, math skills and I lost the the bid on that. I thought it was priced but it turned out to be a credibility thing because they knew that I was going to use subcontractors for the gig but the thing is the people on the team know me and they would have preferred uh, working with me directly rather than me using subcontractors. So it's because I reached out that I found that information. A lot of you will just assume that, okay, we lost that based on price. And so the next time that they call up, you now start negotiating with yourself and you figure, okay, last time I quoted 5M. So this time, let me just quote 4M, you know, on the job. So sometimes it's not always about price. So reach out. Um, if you haven't heard that episode before, then, uh, hmm. okay, I think I'll try and find out what the episode is. And then I'll include that in the show notes so that if you're interested... Uh, after you listen to this just check the show notes and you'll get back um you'll be able to uh, get the good stuff from that episode okay so now back to this current scenario so i send the email because most of these NGO types, I don't know why, they seem to be mostly email people. I guess it's because the line manager wants to see everything in writing, and so, therefore, they're going to do everything with the vendors' emails, just so that line manager and all the higher-ups can be um, satisfied, and they can easily vet everything that was um, said. So, I sent the email, no response, and... Um, Uh, I sent the email, that was on Friday. I said I was going to be in touch next week. And then next week rolls around. Monday, I make the call. She doesn't answer. And like I recommend, I sent the text message pretty much just reiterating the whole thing. That, hey, I tried calling a couple of moments ago. And the reason why is because, you know, yada, 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 improving business delivery, you know, the whole script, the whole spiel that I just gave early on at the beginning of the podcast. And so uh, she responds with a text um, message and uh, later on, and so the text message, the summary basically was that, well, the reason why she didn't answer the phone was because she didn't have any feedback from me because she wasn't part of the decision-making process. Now, some of you would say, uh, well, that was wasted effort because you didn't learn anything. But this is a perfect example to show how it doesn't matter how much uh, small intelligence you get, it actually is worth something. So now I know, let's say her name is Funke, not her real name. So let's say I know her name is Funke. So from this exchange that we've had right now, the emails and everything with Funke, I now know that she is not part of the decision-making committee. And that is useful because it now means that the next time around that they get in touch because AIG is planning something else in Abuja. Especially since uh, Funke and I have got a little bit of a relationship going, we've had a few phone calls, we've exchanged a few uh, emails, I'll be able to go uh, straight up and cut the bullshit from the beginning to find out that um, hey, you know, don't just put, on, uh, put us on cruise like the last time. Um, so who is who is a part of the uh, committee? Who is making the decision? Is it the other guy, Kunle, that you said we we're going to lie us with um, during the program? Is Kunle the one who is running uh, short on this thing? You know, because we have a relationship, I'll be able to just uh, straight up um, and no bullshit the situation. And with that in mind, I'll be able to uh, make sure that the next time AIG comes around, I'll be able to... S- Speak to the people who are supposed to, um, who are relevant with making um, the decision. And when you're speaking to the decision makers this time, then your chances for closing the deal go up um, considerably. So this is just an example to show you how um, sometimes a lot of these tips and tricks and suggestions might lead to wasted efforts, but sometimes you come up with some useful information. Sorry, some juicy information which might be useful in the long term. So right now. Um, I know that she's not a part of the decision-making committee and that the next time they call I should do my best to make sure that the people who are going to have a seat at the table that I'm having conversations uh, with them. So thank you very much guys for listening to the sales for the Nigerian wedding industry podcast. I'm your host Abuja based event and wedding photographer Taveshima Ayede and yes the noise that you hear in the background is the kids so I have to run to find out what shenanigans they're up to this time. So thank you very much for listening. I will catch you guys at the next recording.